Hey, this is Adam Penapinto. I'm the pastor here at Hope Covenant Church, and I'm so glad that you're joining with us today. Whether this is your first time listening or you're a part of our Hope Covenant Church family, we would love to connect with you via social media on all social media outlets or on our website, hopecovenant.cc. I hope this word encourages, inspires, and challenges you in your daily walk with God as we dig deeper into his word. Let's jump right into today's message. I do want to welcome the online viewers, those that are watching online, perhaps you're listening on the podcast. Good to have you with us. Hope Covenant, would you put your hands together? Welcome the online viewers and those listening on the podcast. We consider you a part of the family. God's in the room and I believe he's in the, in the podcast as well. I believe he's speaking. I don't care what day of the week it is. If you're hearing this, this is the word of God. We're going to read from scripture. It's a good message because it's the word of God. I can say that not because I arrogantly believe I do a good job with the message, but because I believe that the Bible is a good job. I believe it's perfect. It's the infallible word of God. There's no flaws with it. That's what that means. It's perfect. When you need a word from God and you're not hearing God audibly, or you don't maybe get a prophetic word, you've not heard a word spoken to you from somebody, you can cling to the word of God the Bible, that's chock full of what you can hear from God every single day if you'll press in. The issue is not that he's not speaking. How many of you have a Bible? Okay, good. That's everybody here. If you don't, we want to put one in your hands. Come see us. We'll get you a Bible. If you need to hear from God, it's accessible every day. It's that simple. God is speaking all the time. He's not quiet on the set. He's not quiet on the set. We are quiet on the set sometimes. And I want to go there this morning, and I want to ask you this. Are you hearing from God at the moment? Some of you might resoundingly say no. (laughs) And that's okay. We're going to change that. It's important that you not only speak to God, and we went over this. We're going to conclude this message today. We went over this in part one. You not only are speaking to God, but that you're hearing his voice. It is so amazing in your devotional time with God, when you grab your coffee, if you're spirit-led, or you grab your tea, if you're spirit-led, whatever it is, and you just quiet your soul and just listen to God and have listening as a practice in your devotions, he will speak to you. He will speak to you. And it's a good practice to meditate on the Lord. It's good. That's not new age. That's good theology right there. Meditate on the Lord. And hearing from Holy Spirit is essential for every Christian. So there's a difference between reading the word of God and asking Holy Spirit for revelation as to the words that I'm reading so that they make sense to me. And I want to encourage you to start your daily practice by asking Holy Spirit, give me revelation on what I'm reading. Give me understanding. Give me wisdom. You guys get that? There's a difference between wisdom and knowledge. You guys know the difference? Wisdom is different than knowledge. Wisdom, you got the anointing that comes in and gives you wisdom. Knowledge, understanding, they're they're two different things. And I want to encourage you to ask the Lord to give you wisdom, not just knowledge. To go beyond that. And that's what happens when you hear his voice. It's supernatural. And I want to encourage you that God is talking to you. If you're taking notes, I want you to write down, God is talking to me, personify it. 
when you renew your minds to the truth that God is talking to you all the time and wants to guide you in every part of your life, you will begin to expect to hear his still small voice every single day. I've said it before that the whispers of God are heard in close proximity. So draw near to the Lord. But I want to give you six questions to ask yourself when you can't, or perhaps you're not, because we all can, hearing from God. When you're not hearing from God. Because I want to say this, if you came here with a problem, that God has the answer. God knows the answer. He knows the beginning from the end, and he is not finished. Say this with me. God is not finished with me. He's not finished with you. In fact, I believe he's just getting started. I really believe that. But the first thing I want to say to you is, do you believe, the first point, do you believe I'll hear from God? I'm going to read these all like me. Like, do I believe I'm going to hear from God? Jeremiah 29, 13 in the NIV says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. It doesn't say maybe. It says you will. It's a statement. You will. We'll read it again. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. Going all in with God is key to hearing from him. Saying, Lord, I surrender everything, anything. That's blo- I, I start my devotion with the Lord even this morning on the way here. I said, Lord, anything that's not right, we lay it down at your feet. Even if we don't know it, reveal it to us and show it to us. What's in my life that you don't want there anymore? Show it to me. But do I believe I'm going to hear from God? And that's the first question I want to ask you is, are you believing? You may be praying and hoping to hear from God. But if you don't really believe you'll hear from him, you won't. Perhaps you've convinced yourself that he has nothing to say and that he's somehow holding out on you. And I want to tell you that's not true. He isn't. But he isn't going to chase you down. The key to hearing from him is to spend time with him and chase him. You have to pursue. Here's the verse. He rewards those that chase or seek him with diligence. We sing songs about God chase me, but scripture says, no, you chase after the Lord. That's, that's good theology because that's the word of God. We're going to preach the truth here. Pursue God. So do you believe when you pursue him that you're going to find him? Second, am I relying on others to hear for me? Oh, man, I'm going to pause right here. Because if you come from the charismaniac culture, where it's like a prophetic word every day, I made that up on the spot, that was for you, where you're relying on other people to constantly give you a word, you have a deficiency. Because the word of God, you need to start to hear from God yourself. You need to get into the presence of God and be hearing his voice yourself. Because how many of you know that prophetic words are not always accurate? And if you're basing your life on that, you are in big trouble because they need to be tested. Because we all have error. I've said this before. We're not going to get to heaven and find out how much of our theology is right. We're going to find out how much of it is wrong. It's going to be like a big appointment with President Trump. When we get to heaven, he's going to go, wrong. Somebody just said, oh, he's getting political. Shut up. I'm not getting political. I'm just saying. Run. Am I? 
Somebody's irritated right now. Just lost five viewers online. So you know what? Bye. <laughs> Am I relying on others to hear for me? Go back. Come back, Jesus. Acts 10, verse 34. God does not show favoritism. He doesn't speak to Tom and not speak to me or speak to me and not Tom. How many of you know he loves us all equally? We're all God's children. Amen? And so he doesn't show favoritism, which means he's speaking as loudly to you as he is me, as loudly to me as he is you. That's a good word. And it's important that you understand that the, the man who holds the microphone on the giant stage in a mega church doesn't hear God any more than you can. He does not show favoritism. In fact, I believe he's waiting on his sheep to hear his voice to go and carry out the will of God. You can't carry out the will of God without hearing his voice because you won't know it. You're walking in the blind. So are you relying on others? God does not show favoritism. Number three, am I walking in love and forgiveness? I want pause right here because if you are in a position where you're dealing with bitterness, if you're in a position where you're dealing with unforgiveness, it will absolutely block the voice of the Lord. 100%. How do you know? I've been there, done that. <laughs> I've been there, done that. In fact, every day I say, God created me a clean heart, renewing me a steadfast spirit. Because how many of you know we all have flesh? And every day I give lots of people around me an opportunity to forgive me. Anybody, anybody else in here? Yeah? Yeah, you have that flesh side of you where you give everybody an opportunity to forgive you. If you're not walking in love and you're not walking in forgiveness, bitterness defiles everything. And it will absolutely, it will absolutely inhibit your ability to hear from the Lord. A hundred percent. First Corinthians 13, verse two in the NIV if I have faith that can move mountains, but I do not have love, I am nothing. Wow, that's huge. Am I walking in love and forgiveness? Who do you need to forgive? I want to ask you that question this morning. Who is it that you've not forgiven that's literally, but they're hearing from God, but you're not because there's unforgiveness there. It's a soft, tender heart that hears from God. Lord, mold me. Lord, show me where my heart is hard. Number four, am I casting my cares on him? Now, this morning, I sense that this is a real, this is a real sore spot for some of you because I sensed many of you that came in here that were burdened, many of you that are discouraged, many of you that are just tired. How many of you walked in here this morning and you could say, man, I was, I'm tired. I'm just tired. I'm worn out spiritually. There's more than what are lifting your hands, but that's okay. I sensed it this morning during worship. First Peter 5, 7 says, give all your worries and cares to God for he cares about you. If you're not casting your cares on him, yes, it will block his voice. It will. Because the problem becomes bigger than the problem solver. You end up worshiping the problem rather than the problem solver. Some of you this morning need to say, God, I repent for worshiping the problem, that the problem is bigger than you, the problem solver. It'll block the voice of the Lord, and it'll steal your joy. You will turn around and go, where'd my joy go? 
Because it's the joy of the Lord that gives you your strength. And if you, if you are so caught up in your problem, your, your, your joy is going to be snuffed out because you're not in fellowship with the one who gives you the joy, who lifts the burden. Give it to the Lord. I surrender all. Number five, have I neglected to obey? Now, this is a sore spot for a lot of people because lordship and surrendering to God what you want. Listen, I want to say this. If all you're ever hearing when you get into the presence of the Lord is what you want to hear, you're probably not hearing God. You're probably hearing you. God is going to communicate things to you that you do not like. He's going to correct you. We're going to go there in a second. He's going to say some things when you're in his presence where he's going to course adjust. Are we walking in obedience? Jesus said in Luke 11, verse 28, blessed are those who hear the word of God and obey it. You can't skip over that. Guys, this is not Twitter gospel where you can go, "Mm, I don't know about that. Okay, I'm going to swipe to the next one. It's an all or nothing book. I'll read that again. Jesus said this. This is the direct red letter words of Jesus. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and obey it. What is the last thing that God told you to do concerning your situation? Guys, when you are not really hearing the answer, Liz and I were here when we started this church. We had a pastor that that we is one of our apostolic elders and we met with him and we, we were, COVID had hit and we were really challenged. And some of you may, this may be a repeat story. If it is, just enjoy it again. But we, we flew down to Houston and we were really, really discouraged and, and, and money was not good. It was like we were just meeting online and we're, I was like, you know, uh, Pastor Brett, uh, did I miss God when I heard Hope Covenant Church and to do this whole thing? And I'm dealing with like massive discouragement. And he goes, uh, well, are you asking him to speak? And I said, yeah. He said, are you hearing? I said, no, no, I'm not. I'm not hearing. He said, what was the last thing that God said to you? I said, well, he told me to start the church. That's the last thing I thought. He said, go back to the last word God spoke and you declare that and you stand firm and don't move until he speaks to you otherwise. And I knew it, but it like, it shattered me in his office because I, I knew that he had a job he could have given me actually. And I was really kind of like seeking a way out. Like how many of you just want to escape in the moment? How many of you know that escaping in the moment could be forfeiting the very thing that brings you to the massive will of God for your life that he's getting ready to explode. John Maxwell says it all the time that what separates those that are successful from those that aren't is some tap out when things are difficult too fast rather than continuing to persevere and get like Paul said, we need more perseverers that are willing to press through when it's messy and it doesn't look good. And we even thought we messed up, but we're clinging on to the last word we heard from God. Here's the word for you today. If you're dealing with confusion, stand on the last word you have from God and don't move until you hear otherwise. Don't you dare move until you hear otherwise. Because you don't want to birth something you're not supposed to birth. That's a whole nother message. There's good theology in that. It's called birthing an Ishmael. And I'll explain that at another time. 
But have you neglected to obey? Some of you, obedience might look like just continuing to persevere when it doesn't make sense. And God will reward that because he rewards diligence. And if that's what God told you to do, you better do it when he says to do it. Delayed obedience is disobedience. You can't afford to procrastinate. Guys, we've got to, as a church, when God says it, that settles it just. If it doesn't make sense and it's too big and it freaks you out, it's probably God. Because God loves when we need him. He doesn't have needs. I've said it before, but we do. But he has a desire that you would draw near. Because how many of you know he loves meeting the needs of his children? He loves it. He absolutely loves meeting the needs of his children. And the last point, am I really open to hearing? Revelation chapter 3 verse 22 in the New King James says, he who has, and by this he or she, who has an ear, let him or her hear. That's Jesus speaking right there. Are you open to hearing the words of the Lord? Are you open to hearing things that you don't like that you're going to hear? Every day when I get into the presence of the Lord, I say, Lord, just speak. What, it's a dangerous prayer. Whatever you want, you go ahead and you say. Well, you know what? He will. If you ask him to, he will. And sometimes it'll violate your flesh. In fact, oftentimes it'll violate your flesh. And you'll go, I did not want to hear that. Listen, when you, when you didn't want to hear it and you hurt, you know it's God. You, you know it's God. It's like, oh, I wouldn't have told myself that. You go, well, this is, this is so basic. I, I understand that. But no matter how long you've been walking with the Lord, it's important that we remind ourselves of these things to stay on track. Because, listen, if you're off track, just course adjust. He's that gracious. He's that good. Jesus said in Revelation 23, uh, 22, out of the Passion Translation, same verse I just read, the one whose heart is open, let him or her listen carefully to what the Spirit is saying now to the church. How many of you know we're the church? What is he saying to you? Because he is speaking. A lot of people want to hear from God. But they don't want to hear from him when he corrects them. I want to say this, and if you're taking notes, write this down, that you're not going to get directions and not corrections. You're going to get both. It's a full gamut, God. You're going to get both. You will get direction and you will get correction. A lot of times for me, the correction is the mood. I'm not in the mood for what I hear. And God's, our generation is so mood driven and we've got to get past that. It is time to get to start taking authority over your spirit every day. When you wake up and you're in a bad mood, I take authority over that in Jesus' name. When you wake up and you're not believing, I take authority over that unbelief in Jesus' name. And I say, no, you, I, I, I thank you, Lord, that you're stirring up faith. What I don't see, Lord, I thank you that you're stirring it up. Some of you right now, as I'm saying this, your spirit is resisting it. I feel it up here. Like, oh, I, I, uh, uh, I know, but yeah, whatever. Jesus said in Revelations 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and I will eat and I will drink. And I, what that means, I'm going to hang out and chill with you. I'm going to commune with you. We could talk back and forth. 
I want to ask you today, are you talking back and forth with God? Or are you fellowshipping with him? Are you one that pursues God when you have a need and then you're distant when the need's met? Or are you just hanging out with God on a regular basis, enjoying his fellowship? Because guys, God is not there to be used. He's there to be enjoyed. We oftentimes use God like he's some kind of Santa Claus instead of understanding the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords desires daily fellowship to hang out that he, we sing it all the time that he would call me friend. He calls us friend. He's your friend. And to think that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is also my friend and enjoys hanging out with me. Wow. Could you imagine hanging out with the president of the United States? Maybe not the current one, whatever, but you know, we're hanging out with the president of the United States even the current one, what an honor it would be to hang out with somebody of that status. Well, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the president of all presidents, desires to fellowship with you daily. Wants to come into your house and hang out with you right in your home. Like the president rolls up with the secret service and just walks through your door. Thanks for having me. I might start making the bed. But be open to hearing things that you don't want to hear. And keep in mind, every correction or instruction brings you one step closer to the victory that you're longing for. When you course adjust and you snap things into obedience of what God's saying, it could be as simple as you read scripture and go, well, I'm not living that. Oh, that's, that's speaking to me. Oh, okay, uh, that's provoking me. Scripture will provoke you. Scripture will provoke you. I want to ask you this this morning. How many of you are in a position this morning? This is between you and God with every eye closed. You're, you're a little feeling dry at the moment. You're, you're in a dry place. How many of you are in a dry place? You're in a place of desperation. How many of you are in a place of desperation? How many of you are in a place of discouragement? I believe the Lord is saying this morning that we need to break off discouragement. Do you know what breaks off discouragement? It's the very thing that's on the screen right here. Hearing from God. When you hear the loving voice of the Father, it's amazing how that breaks off all the things that consume me, that weigh me down. I just want to ask all of us this morning, What is it that's blocking the voice of God? Is it your cares? Is it bitterness? Is it resentment? Are you constantly annoyed? What do you need to lay down that'll open your ear to hear the voice of the Lord? We all have to make a decision that hearing from God is more important than whatever that is and prioritize that above it. It's a choice. What are you holding on to this morning that you need to drop off at at the feet of Jesus and say, Lord, I'm gonna give this to you. I'm gonna trust you. You go, oh, but you don't know the need that I have. God's not moved by your need. No, but, but he's the mover of your need. That's encouraging. I feel like some of you are discouraged about the place that you're in this morning. 
You want to be in a different moment than you're currently in. And I want to ask you even that, surrender it to the feet of Jesus. Say, Lord, what are you trying to do right now? That I'm trying to find the escape room. And Lord, you're trying to do a surgery. Yeah, if the pastoral staff can come up, if you're in a position where you need a breakthrough this morning, we've got a team of people here that want to pray with you. If you're not hearing from God, we've got a team of people that want to pray with you. You need to hear from God. If you just need a breakthrough in a certain area, it could be a job situation, it could be a family situation, it could be an unforgiveness thing. I want to encourage you, there's something that happens when you respond this team of people, we've prayed and we've prepared ourselves this morning in a spiritual place to help you get, listen, we all need help. If you need help in this area, I want to encourage you to come forward and we want to pray with you. Let's stand to our feet. I want to pray a prayer of breakthrough over every person that needs to hear the voice of the, we all need to hear the voice of the Lord this morning. Lord, I thank you. There's a breakthrough atmosphere here. I thank you, God, that your presence is here. I thank you, God, that you're here. Lord, I thank you that when we're in a dry place, we can call on your name and you will rain down in that dry place. Now, I speak to every ear here and I say, you will say, say this over yourself. I will hear the voice of the Lord that directs me, that guides me in Jesus' name. I declare breakthrough over my situation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Listen, if you need prayer, you can come to the front. This team wants to pray over you. You're dismissed otherwise. I love you guys. Listen, there's a breakthrough anointing here this morning. If you need it, come get it. Because I'm telling you, your situation's about to change. Your situation's about to change. Love you guys. We'll see you here next week, 1030. Thank you guys for coming. If you enjoyed today's message, I want to encourage you to like it and share it on social media or jump onto our website, hopecovenant.cc, and click on our giving link and help us continue to share the message of Jesus across the world. God bless you and have an awesome week.